Grace sat on the edge of a chair near the bed, dressed in clothes a stranger had brought her, and waited. The walls of her sterile room matched the blank canvas of her mind. She had stared at the white ceiling tiles for days, at the thousands of tiny holes in each square that must have allowed air and sound and matter to breathe. But they held no answers. And now it was time to leave. Outside the window, the world beyond this little box was whitewashed, almost frozen in time, the only indication of life coming from puffs of smoke rising out of a nearby chimney stack. Dr. Roberts entered, open laptop in hand, and smiled. Big day, huh, Grace? She slowly stood to greet him. I guess, she said, in a barely audible voice. She cleared her throat and repeated the words. His light blue eyes and that dimpled chin had been a comfort all week, his tone and smile always able to calm her. But today she noticed rounded shoulders, dark spots on his forehead, pronounced bags under his eyes, and the mostly white stubble of a five-day-old beard. He was old and tired. He was ready to be rid of her. I know you're nervous, he said, closing the computer but what you really need right now is rest and time. You can do that at home. Home. If only that meant something. Now let me take a look here. He patted the bed for Grace to sit and put the laptop aside. She moved with caution, trying to minimize the strain to her ribs. Dr. Roberts gently guided her chin to her chest and checked the stitches in her scalp. All is well here. How's the headache today? It was pretty bad an hour ago, but it's a little better now. When she'd woken and realized what was missing, the doctors explained that, among other things, she had a large gash in her head that had required a dozen stitches. Her response was an incoherent mumble, but inside she'd screamed. She felt sure this gaping hole in her head had allowed everything she'd ever known to spill out. Dr. Roberts lifted her chin and looked into her eyes with his tiny flashlight. Good, now take a deep breath, he instructed, listening with the stethoscope. She winced from the strain. Yeah, the ribs are going to hurt for a bit longer, but your lungs sound good. No one was paying attention to the real problem. The nurses and doctors had come in all week, checking machines and tubes and looking into her eyes and listening to her chest and examining her wounds, but no one focused on the massive black hole in her mind. She'd searched the contents of the small purse beside her bed, examining the driver's license and crumpled receipts for answers, but nothing helped. Even the cell phone failed to bring the world into focus. It held no photos, no notes, no texts. It was nearly as empty as she was. Only a few names in the contacts. Lisa, Dave, Michael. No last names. Nurse Molly entered wearing her teddy bear-covered scrubs, those squeaking pink sneakers, and that big, fat, stupid permagrin with her curly, bottle-red hair pulled into pigtails like a little girl. Leaving Nurse Molly was the only benefit to today's agenda. Finally, she could say goodbye to that relentless smile and incessant chatter about every reality show on TV. The nurse took Grace's temperature for the hundredth time. 98.6, she said to Dr. Roberts.
You're getting out just in time for church, honey. Even the word church conjured confused images of the many churches Grace had seen, though she had no idea if these pictures were her own memories or remnants from books or television or movies. Did she even go to church? Was she a Christian? Maybe the answers were somewhere outside these white walls. You can't possibly want to stay here, the nurse said, wrapping Grace's arm to check her blood pressure. After a week, you've got to be ready for some real food. Apple pie, mac and cheese, ice cream. Grace had the sudden desire to slap that stupid expression off Nurse Molly's freckled face. She imagined the shock it would cause the irritating woman and smiled. The nurse obliviously smiled back, patted Grace's knee, and gave the all good before busying herself with more exit procedures.